no time. All right. BS Show, Season 2, Episode 7. I am Sean Gankars with Justin Chasmar, as always, and another special guest this week. We are with Joe Federa. I hope I got that right. You did. Just talk, we talked about it all 30 <laughs> seconds ago, and I'm bound to fuck that stuff up still, but we hit that one. Um, Joe, how are we doing this week, buddy? Um. Doing great. Thanks, guys, for having me. Hey, really excited. Hey, I'm sure you'll be back once we really get into gambling season, but we'll worry about that in a couple of weeks when we're making picks. But um, we're got to start off right off the bat because this is one of the biggest and a story that something like I have never seen, and that's Andrew Luck announcing his retirement from the NFL coming middle of a Colts preseason game, which seems an odd time to getting booed as he's running off the field. The whole story is still kind of a shock to me. Um, changes everything. Changes a lot in the fantasy landscape. Changes a shit ton when it comes to the gambling landscape. Um, they're over nine and a half wins, down to seven. I see some sites still have them at seven and a half, but one way or the other, you're looking at those two numbers. Um, one of you, you want to take it. What was your guys' initial reaction? I'll let you take Well, yeah, I was totally shocked when I saw it. Um, you know, the report said it was a high ankle sprain for, you know, a couple of weeks now. So it didn't seem like anything to be concerned about. You know, people were still taking them in fantasy, you know, projected probably number two quarterback behind Mahomes. So didn't seem like anything to be concerned about. Then all of a sudden on ESPN, the bottom line tracker saying he's retiring, you know, going and checking all the, the tweets and checking ESPN, seeing if this is real. So, and yeah, sure enough it was. So it's pretty shocking. Yeah. I thought I misread the screen, honestly, when I saw it, um, when it came across on sport, on during the Miami game <clears throat> and I had to, Real quick, go to Twitter and, and see what was going on, and and then it like kind of hit me that it was it was for real. And then the first thing I did was went to FanDuel to see what their <clears throat> uh, win total was at, and it was it was already down to seven. So um, the the books hopped on it quick. I know I, I saw. I don't know if we threw it in the group gank or, or someone might have sent it to me um, that I guess one of the books somewhere left the win total open and uh as soon as this news broke like yeah. someone put put like i forget what it was a grand or 10 grand or something on on the under like of 10 and a half or 11 and i yeah that was brought up in the group i seen that um i believe it was our group chat that was also brought up but somebody has a nice thousand or ten thousand but a decent sized bet on Andrew Luck to win the NFL MVP this year out in Vegas, which is netting him five figures and that is a thousand dollars thrown out the window already. Like I don't know if that ticket's refunded. You don't Yeah, I was gonna say you don't think they refund that one? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. All I did was see a tweet and a picture of a ticket from one of the Vegas writers that I follow somewhere, I follow a lot of them, I don't know. But there is a $1,000 ticket, and I would like to assume it's refunded. I would hope it is, but <laughs> I would hope. I mean, if not, that's tough. But 
Third win total on FanDuel right now. I remember it was nine and a half last time I did this and looked at it, which it's at seven now. It's at seven now. Yeah. I still like the over. I, I do still, too. I agree. I agree. I think I everyone's like gonna hop on the under. Yeah. I, I think know, I like the over. You know, Jacoby Brissett he was good. Obviously any quarterback with the Patriots, Bill Belichick it's just they win. So he was doing good then. When he went to the Colts, they did not have a solid O line when he first joined there, so didn't really give him a good opportunity. This team completely revamped their O line. He's gonna get more protection. Uh T. Y. Hilton's gonna still be making catches. Ebron, you know, last year he was a solid tight end. This defense is still legit. This team still can get into the playoffs, no question in my mind. I think you hit everything on the head right there. I mean, this Colts team is the best all around this team has been, you know, since they even drafted Luck. Luck never had this talent. You said you got T.Y., you got Marlon Mack, you got Devin Fontries, you got Eric Ebron, you got the best offensive line Andrew Luck ever had. And you throw the defense, that's probably the best this Colts defense has been in the better part of 10 years. I mean, this team has all the pieces. And Brissett, you know, he wasn't the worst couple years ago when Luck missed that whole season. And now you're giving him more weapons. And I, I still don't think – this team would still win the division, I think. Yeah, I think I think they can easily win the division, especially with, you know, the other news that we'll hit in a little bit. But – Lamar Miller getting hurt, tearing his ACL for the for the Texans. And although <clears throat> Lamar Miller isn't the the flashiest of players, or um, you know the biggest name you think of at the running back position, he's been a top five running back as when it comes to yards uh, over the last three years. And taking that away from a team that like the Texans is is going to hurt them, where they're now left with Duke Johnson as their as their running back, and they're going to have to go out and get someone else. Um, but I don't think Duke Johnson is their long-term answer. So I think this one is really going to hurt them. But when it comes to the Colts, I think Brissett is good enough to to just lead this team to eight wins, maybe nine. And in this division with the Jags and the Titans, I think eight and eight can win the division. Nine and seven, I think, wins it. Their division is always wide open. Um, I agree. I think eight and eight or nine and seven could win it. I still think the Colts could, you know, find a way to get those nine, ten wins. I kind of got a vent from a fantasy perspective now because I was extremely high on Andrew Luck this year. I think Joe mentioned before, you know, after Mahomes, possibly a second quarterback pick. Um, Watson, Watson, I would think he would be the favorite for the second quarterback pick, but. I'm going example right now, Chaz. You know, I were off my draft. I'm pick three, picking late round two, early round three. And my whole plan from the second I got pick three was, you know, round two was to come. And I was trying to go, you know, running back, whatever running back I got in the first round, I was getting the first round. And if everything was going as planned to me, I was grabbing T.Y. Hill in round two, Andrew Luck round three. And now I'm at a torn on what I want to do in this draft because – I was high on Andrew Luck over 40 touchdowns this year. And it changes everything for me fantasy-wise because he was the guy I wanted on all my teams. Yeah, and it's uh, – I think a lot of people 
We're excited for Luck, obviously, and excited for Ty because we saw what they can be together and how dominant they have been, and the upside in both of them. And now that you take away Luck, and, <clears throat> and it just comes so abruptly, um, yeah, it definitely switches all all fantasy drafts because obviously one Luck's not there, but now you got to to contemplate is Ty going to be the same person? How much is he going to drop off? Is he still worth that second round pick, third round pick? Um, because we've seen him be one of a top three receiver some weeks, and then we've seen him go two catches for twenty yards. So, what Ty Hilton will we get this season is definitely remaining to be seen. But uh, he he's going to be a home run pick if you if you take him and he works out. He's a hit or miss now with uh, with Brissett. It's however. You know, you you really need to if you like him, you know, you're you're going all in on him and you're you're depending on him. Joe, do you still trust him with Percet? I don't think he would go for me if I'm drafting he's available. It depends on what the other picks and the other players available, but to me if he falls in the fourth or fifth round, absolutely I'll take him. But yeah, it's third round depending on how many teams are in your league, you could still have names like Diggs, Adam Thielen. There's some other solid receivers in that position right there that you probably can get. To me, I like them better than T.Y. Hilton. I actually had T.Y. Hilton on one of my teams last year, and like you just said, he was hit and miss. I ended up actually trading him, with, which is a trade I'm not going to talk about. Uh, it sounds like a mistake on your end. I had T.Y. Yeah. Hilton on a couple teams last year, and – I tell you what, it was pretty beneficial. Yeah, to me, <laughs> the weeks I had him in the lineup, he was it was hit and miss. It's you know it, it wasn't working out for me, so I ended up actually trading him. So yeah, that's that's how I feel on him. Well, my biggest trade rate last year was I found a way to ship AJ Green and somebody else and get McCaffrey in return after like week four or five when McCaffrey wasn't playing bad but wasn't off. Wasn't playing at the level he played the last 10 weeks of the season. That was – and then still lost the league with McCaffrey and Zeke on the team. Yeah. <laughs> you hate to got see a it. Stop. Got, got, a question who was, got a question who else was on that squad. My team was loaded. T.Y. was on the squad. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't good enough, but My quarterbacks were – one quarterback, I drafted Aaron Rodgers, drafted Pat Mahomes as the backup, so – <laughs> my team was loaded, like above and beyond the most points in the league. And then lost in the just, semifinals. Just choked. Can't win big games, I guess. Huh? So I can't win the Story big games, I guess. But this <laughs> luck thing this luck thing's really screwing me for like our offline draft two quarterback league. I'm at a yeah, tour. Because I was very I was very confident. I knew exactly what I was going to get in rounds one, two, and three. And that was Zeke, T.Y., and Luck. And now Zeke Zeke ain't signed like I thought he would be by now after flying back home from Mexico. Uh-huh. Luck's retired, and <laughs> I don't think I'm drafted T.Y. in the second round if Andrew Luck isn't there. So. Man, your whole plan really went down the My whole plan. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going in clueless all of a sudden. Back to the drawing board. Yeah. Got to go back to the drawing board. And kind of gets us to our next story. So we want to talk about a running back I'm famous for drafting every year. 
Lamar Miller, Chaz, you brought it up before toward ACL, and we know one thing: Lamar Miller usually finds his way on my fantasy team, but whether he's RB two last year, um, usually keep him there as a flex option. But I think it's pretty big blow for the Texans. Um, you were talking about Duke Johnson. I actually love this Duke Johnson fit in Houston. Now he's actually skyrocketing. I'm on board. Um, I can see him really being the guy there. Deshaun Watson getting into his third year. I think Houston's going to start opening up this playbook more for him. Um, I really think his pass is actually going to open up this run, and I think Duke Johnson is going to be heavily involved in this offense when you got a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, they're going to spread the ball a little. Yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely going to be used a lot, and I think he's he's going to be efficient. I just don't think they're comfortable with him being a three-down back for all for the whole season. I think they need they need to go and sign somebody to keep him fresh because he's not used to doing that. Like you can't you can't just take someone that is used to playing on third downs and make him an every down back for all 16 games. Like, for his usage, like, he... That has got to be fresh, still. Yeah, you got to keep him fresh. Like, I, I think he's going to be good, and I think he's going to help Deshaun. Um, I mean, he's we've seen what he can do as a pass catcher. He's very, very good. And I think him getting a fresh start in Houston is, is huge for him because, obviously, he had a fallout in Cleveland with him and Baker Mayfield and that whole thing. Um, but I think Houston will go sign someone. I know they said yesterday on the broadcast of, I think, the Steeler game that they signed Jay Ajayi, but there has not been a follow-up tweet or report to that. What so a that's name. A, yeah, that's something to keep your eye out on. What a name. Yeah. What the hell I, I is think, he doing? I think, I think they're going to sign somebody just – to get in the mix with is them. Alfred I, Blue still there? No, uh, he's on the Jags, I think. I think he went to Jags. Yeah. Jags. Okay. Yeah, like I would like Alfred got... Blue. Bad time to get rid of him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe when the Chiefs cut uh, Carlos Hyde, maybe he'll go to the Texans. Is that move definitely getting made? Do you think? Uh, probably. Yeah, I think it has to. If Carlos Hyde gets cut, there's no reason Texans should not pick him up. What are your thoughts on Damian Williams in fantasy with the Chiefs running back? Well, did you see his play yesterday or two days ago? His, I did uh, not. I... Seventy yard uh, touchdown reception. Did a little he? wheel, a little wheel route, and Mahomes just put it literally so, in the perfect spot. And so it's looking like they're not missing a took beat. It, took it to the house. It's, it's Andy like Reid running backs. It's it's incredible. Yeah, it's They're it seems good. like they, yeah, it seems like Kansas City. No matter who they put in that backfield, they always produce. I'm not gonna so lie. In two weeks ago, when you asked me that, I was, or if you asked me that, like, I was definitely more hesitant because he's been dealing with a hamstring injury. But that looks like it's in the past. And I know I had Damian Williams on like three of my teams last year. Once Hunt got you know cut. And, and, uh, yeah. He carried me in every league, and there's no reason to. I know in the beginning of training camp, uh, you know the Carlos Hyde talk was was a reason why he wasn't going to be that good. But 
he's nowhere to be found. I think it's Damian Williams' show, and uh, I mean, just looking at him in, in these preseason games, they look like they have not lost a beat. There's got to be something going on with Carlos Hardy that nobody knows about. I don't know. He's got a strange story. I mean, the guy came in and here's, <laughs> well, what, over a 1,000 yards, first two seasons, and all of a sudden just can't stay on the team. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's strange. Like, Well, he was supposed to be, like, the guy last year in Cleveland. Yeah, and then Nick Chubb just – And then and then Nick Chubb happened. But, like, and... the thing is, the thing is, like, it's not even like anyone's actually given him a chance to be a guy. Cleveland did, Cleveland played in like two, three games last year, and then Nick Trump. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're good. You know, he's 28 years old now, too. It's, you know, it's, it sounds it sounds crazy, but, you know, for running backs, that's that's already getting to the, the age where he's getting too old and body starts getting worn down. So if it doesn't happen anytime soon, it's probably never going to happen. That's strange, Oaks. He's so still seeing fresh, but. Oh well, um, we'll see. We... We'll see him in the Texans uniform soon. Who, Carlos Hyde? Yeah, I like to. I would. I would like that. I would like that, but it also depends if I take Duke Johnson or not. <laughs> yeah, if you take Duke, you ain't gonna like that. Not at all. Um, yeah, that was back to Lamar Miller. All right, now now I'm gonna bring this up. This auction draft I did yesterday. Okay, first of all, you did an auction draft, so that's the first problem. Okay, let me let me say this. One, <laughs> personally, I'm, I'm not a fan of the auction draft. Um, I've done one before a couple years ago, did not like it. I will say this one, Um, the one I did yesterday is with a good group of people, some friends from college, some friends of friends from college. Well, I'll just go with that, and it's with better people, so it definitely went a little better than I was anticipating. A couple bid wars and everything. But here's where I fucked up. So, ESPN's auction drafts, you know, you start off, well, you have your $200 salary that you can spend throughout the draft, and 12-man league, so, you know, rosters are going to be a little thin, and my main goal was... I needed Saquon, McCaffrey, DJ, Zeke. I had, like, those four running backs. Um, was considering waving off, but not really. But, like, one of those four running backs I told myself I needed to get. Um, I don't know if I said Kamara or throw Kamara in there. And long story short, I land David Johnson finally. People are throwing in nominations. I see, like, Saquon's going for 72, 73. McCaffrey actually went for more than Saquon did. Somebody spent $77 on him. I knew I wasn't spending that much on a player where I thought I wasn't spending in the 70s on the player. This is where this story is. There you go. Then David Johnson comes. I get a little bid worth one of the other people and bang, $63. I get him and I'm fine. I was going to go up to like 65, 66 for David Johnson. So when I got him at 63, I thought it was a win. But then Odell, Odell Beckham gets thrown up there and – I'm just kind of, you know, hitting the plus one for the bid, kind of trying to work him up. I tell myself if I get him for below 60, I'm actually going to keep him. But, I mean, receivers, still early receivers. I just watched, like, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, whatever it was, go for in the 60s and mid-60s. 
So I keep hitting the plus one on the bid, and we're at like $48.49. I'm going to hit the plus one again, thinking I'm getting to like a $50 bid. Well, it turns out I don't know what I did or somebody typed in a manual bid and jumped it up. But next thing I know, my bid for Odell Beckham is in at $70. And I'll tell (laughs) you who spent $70 to land Odell Beckham, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So all of a sudden, I I guess I got my guy. (laughs) He wasn't really my guy, not for $70. But next thing you know, I'm two players in, and I spent $133 of my $200 salary. So so the rest of your team is really not good. The rest of my team isn't bad, though. I looked at some of the other rosters, and I think my team – I think my team could definitely make the playoffs. Uh, 12-man league, I'm pretty sure you have six that make it. Looking at the other rosters, they were – Definitely are a couple teams I like more than mine, but I do think because my team is a little more top heavy, if my guys could actually stay healthy, there's no reason why I shouldn't make the playoffs. And then just got to hope anything can happen there. I threw Cam Newton. I threw Cam Newton in early because you figure most quarterbacks go between like a five and ten dollar range. Mahomes went for like twenty something, obviously since Mahomes. But five to ten dollars for most quarterbacks, and like I try to throw Cam Newton in with still like some handful of quarterbacks on the board, thinking somebody would maybe overpay for him. Nobody else bid for him, so I got him for a dollar. So there's kind of steal number one to make money back. Um, here's where I've heard after talking about Damian Williams, though. I spent nineteen dollars to get Aaron Jones, who is. Average price going about $25, $26, I think it said in most auction drafts. So $19, I felt pretty good. But the pick right after me, Chiefs running back Damian Williams going for $18. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, it's – it can go either way. That's (laughs) – I don't feel feel like you lost it. I I feel like, you know, it's kind of like a push right now. Yeah, I think – I mean, when look, eighteen, nineteen dollars, whatever the money value is, nothing. But when I'm thinking about it, I am starting to buy into the fact that I think Damian Williams is probably the safer pick, and probably does find a way to have a better year than Aaron Jones. Yeah, I mean, he was so good last year, but <laughs> so good, <laughs> like it was almost like unreal, like the numbers he was putting up. He was putting up like 30 fantasy points a game. Yeah. In PPR leagues. Run it, catch it. My team's, incredible. my team's filled with veterans on the bench, and I don't know how to feel about it. Joining the yeah, like, uh, Cleveland like, Browns yeah. bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Open for Odell. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can read the squad right now. Two. All right, we went Cam Newton, David Johnson, Aaron Jones, Odell, Alshon Jeffrey, Hunter Henry, Royce Freeman, Patriots defense, your boy Justin Tucker, yep. Josh Gordon. Now we're at the bench. Josh Gordon, Jameson Crowder, Larry Fitzgerald, LaShawn McCoy, Tom Brady, Jordan Howard, and Jeremy Graham. Wow. It's a shady major team, huh? Shady made the squad. Wow. In a running back heavy Buffalo team that consists of TJ Yeldon and Frank Gore. Yep. I still think I still think Shady's 
the best bet there. And to be honest, I'm banking on him starting the season hot. Because if he starts the season hot, it's going to pay off. If he doesn't, you're, I think you're really going to start seeing all three of those running backs get used. Yeah, that's an interesting situation. Then they got that rugby player, too. Singletary? Yeah. Yeah, dude's a beast. Does he make the squad then with all that in front of him? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe, probably be on the practice squad or something. Yeah, I ain't too worried about him. Or until, or until, you know, Shady gets hurt or Frank Gord disintegrates. But yeah, I kind of want to see that draft because I'm pretty sure like McCaffrey went for like five dollars more than Saquon. I kind of want to hear a reaction on that. It's interesting. So, well, some people like McCaffrey over Saquon. I don't so, hate the thought. Yeah. I don't either. I mean, they're both going to be they're both going to be really good. So you can uh, you can make a case for either one. I mean, yeah. If um, it's me, I'm taking Saquon. But I'm taking Saquon too. Yeah, and not to be Giants bias, taking Saquon. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably part Giant bias with that, but you guys, they got the ball. A lot. Yeah, Saquon went for 72, McCaffrey 77. Wow. And, like, back-to-back picks, too. Saquon went, like, first. But How much did uh, Kamara go for? That's what I'm trying to find next because I'm curious. 72. Not, so, not much less than the so same thing. Yeah. I tell you what, though, there's only one receiver that went for the price in the 70s, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. <laughs> uh, what a snag. <laughs> what a grab. Hey, get your guy. Got my guy. I tell you what, though, I am very. I've said forever about Odell. I think you put him in any offense and he's going to succeed. That's why I always thought, always kind of had my biasness towards him as the best player in football and, well, at least receiver. And it was always the Odell Antonio Brown argument. And my main thing was you put Odell with Ben and Antonio Brown with Eli. I very confidently believe that Odell could do more with Ben than what AB was doing, and AB is going to do less with Eli than what Odell did. So I just kind of hope Odell would go to Cleveland and still do a lot with Baker, which I think he can. So he was able to do a lot with Eli when Eli has no offensive line. There's no reason to doubt he can't do anything in Cleveland. Yeah, he should, he should be all right in Cleveland. Dude, I played against him in Madden the other day against Beast. the Browns. And, like, it's, it's like, not even fair. Like, you could triple cover Odell, and he's still going to catch, catch the ball. He catches the rock. Zeke went for a cheaper price than what I spent on David Johnson. That's interesting. That's because he, he ain't a camp yet, bud. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's got to sign his deal, right? <laughs> I hope he signs it on Tuesday. He's going to sign it Tuesday or Wednesday just to screw everyone over in the draft. Like the day after. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, like, leading to my, this weekend's dilemma for me, having the number two pick, 
you know, I had Zeke last year, and he did awesome for me. So if he was signed, I'm probably using that number two pick on him. But he's not signed. I ain't taking. Oh yeah, Joe. I, I actually can pick your brain out. So I'm picking four in this draft. So like, if Zeke's signed, you're taking him too. I'm taking him at two if he's signed. <laughs> that's bad news for me over here. That's not what Gank wanted to hear. I oh, mean, yeah, it means I'm getting Kamara or McCaffrey, but I mean, I've been saying all year, Zeke, if he's signed, Zeke's my guy after Saquon, I think. Yeah, he, he single-handedly led my team last year, so I was like, if he's – to me, it was going into this year, it was definitely Saquon, Zeke, one and two. Yeah. But since he's not signed, I I can't use that. I can't – Make that risk. All right, let me pick your brain the other way. Say he isn't signed when we're drafting. Who's going to McCaffrey or Kamara? And that has been my dilemma the last week. <laughs> um, you, you know, for for like all of last week, I was saying McCaffrey. It's a PPR league. Take him. He's going to get you all the points. But then over the weekend, it was just I was just thinking about Kamara. I'm like, he gets the touchdown. So that's that's why it's just at this point. It's it, every day. It's switching. Um, you know, right now, if you ask me, I'm probably leaning a little towards McCaffrey. Um, but yeah, that could definitely switch tomorrow. Who picks three? I um, don't know. Let me pull up the draft order. Yeah, you're the fucking commish. What do you mean we don't know who's picking three? Bro, I sent that out like a month ago. <laughs> so you're still the commish. <laughs> Uh, my buddy Mickey picks there. So whole whole take. I would think I would think either McCaffrey or Kamara. Yeah, I'm starting to think this idea though that Zeke is signed. You know, all of a sudden Saquon Zeke's going one and two. I'm liking the idea of maybe this Mickey guy thinking Kamara over McCaffrey too, and let McCaffrey fall to four. But because that sounds pretty cool too. You could. That sounds really cool. And I'm right after you, Gank. Oh, that's going to be so fucking annoying. <laughs> that means, that means, that means you're picking right before me coming back around. Yep, I'm going to take whoever you were thinking about. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what I'm thinking anymore is Andrew Luck retires. <laughs> My whole draft changed. <laughs> hey, Gank, remember when I said the Phillies were going to blow that lead? Did I blow it? Yeah, they're down 14 now. They're going to miss the playoffs. They can't beat the bad teams. That's incredible. They're going to miss the playoffs. So stupid. Wait. I feel like I'm missing something in the NFL that I want um, to say. No, I have a question. So, me, me and Dan went to the Ravens-Eagles game the other night. Right. And the whole day it was a, a big uh, topic if Carson Wentz was going to play or not. Do you guys think it's a big deal that Carson Wentz hasn't played in the preseason? Oh, my God, no. Are you kidding me? Nah, I, I, I think it's a big a, deal. I think it's a smart thing to do. I mean, when the guy's healthy, I mean, he did have not the best last, campaign. last year, too. Yeah, not the best campaign last year um, before his injury. And like you say, he did miss the end of last year. But if you're telling me if I'm worried about him missing week one, there's no shot. No, no, I'm not saying he's going to miss week one. It was just a big but, debate on, like, like, like Eagles fans calling in the radio, like, the day of. and It was a big topic, like, in the stands of Eagle, some Eagles fans 
saying that he should have played Sunday. He shouldn't have, like, even if it was just a series, like, just to get his feet wet, like, take a hit, being game action. But they said that the, the two joint practices with the Ravens was, like, game-like enough. So that was, yeah. that was like, their silver lining. Yeah, I mean, I really don't think it's – I don't, I don't think it is either. I think Carson Wentz is good enough to not have to play in the preseason. I think there's but, a lot of – yeah. But then again, Tom Brady was playing in the preseason, so. Yeah, but I think Tom Brady actually acts to play in the preseason because he's sick like that and just wants to play <laughs> football. <laughs> yeah, he, like, needs to get hit. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Carson Wentz, he, he's a proven talent. Like, he's – you know what he's going to get when he's healthy. So, it's to me, as long as he's looking good in practice, I, I don't say you need to rush him out there. I think that the big question, though, is is he going to be able to be healthy for the entire season? Yeah. That's really the the big million dollar question for the Eagles this season. Because to me, he's going that team's going to go as far as he takes them. I don't think they they don't have Nick Foles on the bench anymore. I don't think their backups are as good as Nick Foles is or knows the system like he did. So he needs to stay healthy for that team to go all the way this year. If they. Yeah. If Carson yeah. does stay healthy for all 16, what do you think the record is? If he stays healthy for all 16? Yeah. Um, 10 and 6. Playoffs. Is Zeke signed? Yeah, Zeke signs. Zeke signed, 10 and 6. Wild, wild, card. wild card. Yep. If not, I'll give them an extra win over Dallas, put them 11 and 5, and they take the division. It sounds all right. Yeah, I, I can see. I see. Ten I see eleven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, their schedule's tough. We were I mean, looking at it today. Well, I, I didn't look at their road games, but their home games. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, it's the Redskins. They got. This isn't in order. They got the Bears at home. They got the Patriots at home. They got the Seahawks at home. They got the Cowboys. The Giants. Um, I don't know who else. Like they're all tough games. It's almost better though having those games at home. Give oh, yourself yeah. a shot at winning though, and then that means I mean, if you got what you said, they had the Bears at home. Yep. They had the Packers at home. No, so they're probably no. They're in. They're in Lambo. They're in Lambo. And, right. and they're in Minnesota. Okay, I think one in Minnesota. Oh, that means I get the Lions at home. No, that's a game you'd rather have. On oh, that's yeah, that's the last. <laughs> that's the last one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when you on the road. <laughs> yeah, that's when you want on the road and steal our road win. But I mean, you steal a couple of those home wins. So I've actually, I mean, you asked me this question a month ago, and I wasn't high on the Eagles. I'm, Starting to buy into the fact that if once can stay healthy, I actually think this team's going to be pretty good. I still think if Zeke signs that Dallas will be the team to beat in the NFC East, but um, yeah, the thought of Carson Wentz being healthy actually gives me a lot of hope for this Eagle team, and it's more so a fantasy way because now that Luck's retired, all of a sudden i kind of been talking myself onto this Wentz wagon, but it's been very hard to do because you just really don't know if he's going to play a 16-game season. Yeah, I mean, if he does, he he could be that MVP for him like he was two years ago. But 
you know, it's, it's it's that question. He might he might give you seven good weeks and then get hurt again and miss however much time, and that affects obviously everyone in fantasy. So it's a Wentz is definitely a a wild card, to say the least. I actually spent a little money on Alshon yesterday in his auction, banking on Wentz. I'm like, I think this goes, you know, I needed a what I want to be. A decent option as wide receiver too, because I spend all my money on my wide receiver one. But and Alshon for the right price, I think I spent like fourteen or fifteen dollars. Seemed to make sense. Where if one stays healthy, I think that'll be worth every penny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, him, Jeffrey, and Aguilar are going to be top end hurts, of course. You got some three three good options there for Wentz to throw to. So. Definitely don't see why he can't get a bunch of touchdowns <laughs> just th- throwing it. Yeah, I just believe it's PPR lead. Just give me catches and yards. Touchdowns are cool too, but give me 10 catches for 110 yards like I seen Alshon do consistently a couple of years ago. Do you know uh, You know who looked incredible for the Birds on Thursday was um, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. I saw that. Dude. He bought he eight, for like a hundred catches a touchdown. Eight for one hundred four, or like eight catches, hundred yards a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, dude, he balled out. That is, he looked really good, and they love him. So I'm gonna keep your right. eye on. No, I'm gonna keep the eye on him. So I'm gonna keep the eye on. Are they going Miles Sanders at running back? Yeah, I mean they're like. I don't really know, honestly. They they like think Miles Sanders is gonna be like the next like the next coming of God or something. They and seem it's, very it's high funny. on him. It's very and high. I haven't seen him enough. I have not seen enough of him to honestly. Nobody's really seen enough of him. But <clears throat> well, they still got they still got Wendell Smallwood and Corey Clement on the team, right? Or did they yeah. get rid of some of those guys? They signed Jordan Howard, and they got Jordan Howard. Yeah. Yeah, they got How- they've Howard, Sanders, Sproles, Clement, and Smallwood right now. Like not for nothing, I feel like Jordan Howard's a guy who's signed for a reason to not draft a guy that's gonna like possibly take it from him. I don't know. I mean, you would think you split the time with Jordan Howard, you know, first, second down, maybe throwing Sanders on third down, throwing Sproles, you know, for throwing, but. I don't know when this other what Smallwood and Clement. I don't know where you throw those guys in. I have a bad feeling about my guy Wendell Smallwood from West Virginia. This yeah, season. I don't he, think yeah he ain't he ain't making that roster. I don't think he's <laughs> making it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, logic would say one of them gets cut. Yeah, it'll, you, it'll you be him. Say it because I think he's been the best running back on that team the past two years, but probably will be him. Yeah, it'll be Smallwood because they love Clement. Yeah, they do. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's been he's been okay, but he's another one. He he gets hurt. That's true. Um, looking at numbers now from some of these games, I kind of slacked in watching preseason this weekend, which is unlike me. But I am seeing Chaz, someone you've been talking about a lot, your boy. Jared Stidham looking like he had another pretty good game for New England this week. Did he? I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't see it. 
I didn't say till now his numbers didn't pop, but I will read you this stat line that I have right in front of me, 15 for 19 and 134 yards. Okay. I like it. And Brady's got his house for sale. Is this the last year? <laughs> no. No. Tell me about Trace McSorley, though, at that game. Oh, right. my dude. <laughs> that dude looked like a, a starting quarterback. I need to ask you as a Raven fan. Unbelievable. Is there a, is there a quarterback controversy? Yet? No, 0%. 0%. Absolutely 0%. Here's the thing. I don't think we'll ever see a 19 for 28, 203 yard two touchdown game from Lamar Jackson all season. Probably not. Without turning the ball over? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be close. <laughs> <laughs> How many passing TDs do you think he, he finishes with? Lamar. Chaz, like I said, an over under number for you. Okay. 21 and a half. Under. Under. I, under. I'm on. I'll take that under too. Under. I think it's like 19. And then however many rushing touchdowns. Four. Over under. It's probably pretty. I think twenty. I think the twenty-five total touchdowns. I think is, or like twenty-four and a half. I think is should be the case for him. Twenty-four and a half total yep. passing or rushing. No shot. Uh maybe no. Yeah, think about it a little bit. Who's catching the ball for him? That's a great question. <laughs> no, like seriously, I need like I don't even know who the number one or two receivers on his depth chart. Are. You know, you know who? Uh, so they signed Michael Floyd in the off season, like, like okay. the veteran Michael Floyd, and he he caught a pass the other night, and Dan was so mind blown that he was on the Ravens. But I, he goes, I didn't. Is, 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 is that Michael Floyd? I tell you what, I knew Michael Floyd's on the Ravens for about ten seconds now. So yeah, this uh, is news to me. Yeah, yeah, their their number one is Him. Willie Sneed. Yeah, Sneed, Seth Roberts, uh, a lot of just it's what they've been doing the last couple of years. They signed these like random guys for like two years, um, and they got Hollywood Brown. So we need him to stay healthy. And that's your best receiver. Well, yeah, and he's he he played on Thursday. He uh, which was his first preseason action. But he's little, but um, fast as shit. So well, I tell you what, I actually can stay healthy. I kind of forgot about him, but I don't hate him as a late round flyer in the fantasy league no, because especially in in that offense. Yeah, that offense is all speed and like that's your best. He's option. gonna run. He'll probably get a lot of like jet sweeps and screens and short crossing routes and shit like that. So that it's actually a really good fit. Yeah, I'm actually pumped. And I, I think that's why they – I mean, obviously that's why they took him because instead of grabbing a, a big body receiver that's going to win jump balls, you grab a, a little speedster because you – know, Hey, well, we all know how the Raver receivers end up that they draft. Yo, chill. <laughs> we all know how this story goes. <laughs> chill, dude. <laughs> what was the last time it worked for them, though? Uh, I, I couldn't tell. 
Bye. Yeah. The last good receiver they had, they traded for him, Steve Smith. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the last receiver for the Ravens that sticks out in my head. Yeah, that was like any relevant in fantasy. Mike Wallace made a couple plays, right? Yeah, he wasn't bad. Did they draft Torrey Smith? Yeah. He was that good. Was, Torrey was that, good. That was probably the last best receiver. Yeah, Torrey was good. Torrey. Yeah. He was Torrey. really good that Super Bowl that Super Bowl year. Yeah. That's well, let's see what happens when you had a good receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Questionable. <laughs> Joe, yeah, they, you're the no good. Joe, you're the Giants fan, so now Giant fan to Giant fan. I gotta ask you, how are we feeling about Danny Dime Jones? I'm I'm all in on him. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> all in. I'm yes. all in. I hate all you Giants. <laughs> I hate every single one. You know, everyone talked. You know, everyone talked about this guy. So everyone was in shock. Like, don't get me wrong. When I watched that draft, I thought I was convinced they were getting Josh Allen. I was like, I was have they're gonna have this awesome guy. We're gonna find, he's gonna burst through the line. Like we're gonna have, our defense is gonna be fine. And then they read Daniel Jones. Um, obviously, I knew beforehand they were, you know, they were looking at him with the seventeenth pick. So obviously, using six, a little questionable. But you know, looking at the film from this guy, like, looking like at his at the preseason so far, how he deals with the media, he's done. He's been perfect in my my opinion. Um, yes, he's made a few little mistakes, like he fumbled the ball in the last of the game against the Bengals. But honestly, like that wasn't, you know, the one play Nate Solder completely like missed the lineman. Like I think to me, it's almost I'm Nate's almost more I'm worried about him more than anybody on this team actually at this point. I believe in Nate, but yeah, he's because like he still he had a few issues last year. And now you're see it's it's showing again in preseason. So to me, it's like this team they need to protect Eli uh, if they even want to get the seven eight wins this year. They got to protect them. Um, but yeah, for DJA, I think he's gonna be. I think give him another season, give him a season behind Eli, and I think he's gonna be ready for next year. I think this team, you know, make a few moves this off season, get some solid, you know, defense defensive players to me with the Giants whenever they've won they've had an like amazing edge rusher they've had you know mm-hmm. through the years LT Strahan mm-hmm. uh, OC Justin Tuck. Yeah, OC Justin Tuck when they've so, had those guys they've won the Super Bowl so to me that's what they need and that's what this team's right now missing unless someone on the depth chart steps up this year yeah I'm Really banking on Lorenzo Carter, a second-year linebacker out of Georgia, to be that pass rusher. I think he was just completely overlooked by Rokon Smith at Georgia. I think he was better than the third-round value the Giants got him at last year. And he kind of knows it's on him to be this edge rusher for the Giants. I do not love the Giants pass rush by any means. I love a Giants secondary. I just don't know how long they can cover these guys, so I don't know who's hitting the quarterback. But it's going to have to be Lorenzo Carter's job. I think he has to be that guy. Hopefully Dexter Lawrence could break out in a rookie year. I'm not really expecting it, but that would help. I mean, he's, um, he's had a few good plays. Like, he had a one really good play on during the Bengals game 
on Friday. So yeah, I've heard I'm... he's looking good, but I mean, he just has to stop the run. He's got to be snacks for us right now before he worries about getting to the quarterback. Yeah, exactly. He's not he's not on Aaron Donald's level yet. So yeah, my favorite thing though is Chaz with this Daniel Jones thing is because Chaz and his love for Eli Manning might have to deal with like Eli Manning 2.0 for another 10 years still. I like Daniel Jones 10 times more than I like Eli. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Already in on DJ out on Eli. Oh, man. Hey, he, hey, he can run though. If you've, if you've watched the film on him, he can run. That was so. the one thing I said. Um, I'm pretty sure I've me and Chaz lives brought up on this podcast. I think before, it was I was with you when they drafted Daniel Jones. I was obviously on the Josh Allen train as any other giant fan would have. But I didn't hate the pick. And the only reason why I was able to say I didn't hate the pick is because he kept Duke in so many close games and Duke football sucks. So they were always heavy underdogs. But being the gambling man that we are, I would just bet Duke getting all these points all the times, and Daniel Jones would always find a way to cover. So I've watched way more Daniel Jones than I should have in his college days, but you can't you can't run the ball definitely quicker than Eli I think ever was. Except you know, I've, I've I've liked what I've seen with him, you know, but I had been wrong before because I went to a Jets preseason game, like I think it was like nine nine seasons ago. Um, and it was a rookie quarterback going in, first pass, 60-yard touchdown, and thinking, oh, this guy's going to be great. He's going to – Jets are going to win a Super Bowl with him. It was Mark Sanchez. So, <laughs> that didn't work out. Uh, they almost made it that year, though. <laughs> yeah, they almost did. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, I mean, he looked like he was going to be great. And, I mean, they had a sol- they had an awesome defense that year. So, awesome. I think that they had a LT – well, that so. was just, yeah. I mean, Rex Wright. That was the Daniel Tomlinson years. Holy shit! Um, yeah, yeah. Rex Ryan and that defense found a way to make it work to back-to-back conference championship games with Mark Sanchez. And I still think to this day, Rex Ryan doesn't get the credit he fucking deserves for that. I got that whole team, the whole Jets team, every person on the team's autograph on a football. You do, don't you? Yeah. You went to their camp, right? Yeah, because my cousin lives like two minutes away from it. That's when I got LT on there. Revis is on there, right? Yeah. LT, Revis, Sanchez. Nick, Nick Mangold. Nick Mangold. DeBrickashaw. DeBrickashaw. Is Bart Scott there? Bart Scott, yeah. That's a fucking team, actually. Yeah, dude. What loaded. do you think about it? They're loaded. <laughs> Seems like the only problem with that team was their fucking quarterback. Jason Taylor. He was on that team? Yeah. Yep. I didn't even know he ever left Miami. Yeah, he left Miami just for the Jets for like two years. <laughs> what a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, see, I'm going to go join your rivals with that's unreal. I don't remember that. Fucking Miami for the Jets. Who does that? Yeah, why Why in your tail end of your career would you want to go leave Miami to go live in New York, too? I don't know. Money talks. 
I guess so. Rex Ryan wanted him. He got him. <laughs> what about your Ravens defense, though? They lost some pieces, too. I kind of want to bash your Ravens right now. I don't know why. Chill, dude. I don't know why, but... They're going to be the best. They're going to be the I don't even best. know why I'm bashing though. Because when it's all said and done, we both know they're going eight and eight. Yeah, I, know. I was gonna say they'll be the best eight and eight team you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's no doubt they're going eight and eight. They are right. Yeah, like it's not even a question. They're way total is eight and a half. The overs. Lock. The overs plus 120, the unders minus 140, because they yeah. know they're going eight. They know they're going eight and eight. <laughs> they need to go talk to Ray Lewis, tell him, get off dancing with the stars, and let's make a comeback. Get, get a pep talk. <laughs> Fire him up a little bit. Yeah, he's, oh, definitely still, he's He's got, still got it. Ray Lewis, I thought they he'll ever lose it. Yeah, he, he's intensity alone. Like, he'll never lose that. Check out this little Jesus. stretch the, the Ravens have. Week started from week three, at the Chiefs, home against the Browns, at the Steelers, Bengals. We won't count at the Seahawks against the Patriots. Did you count that Bengal game? I think what two and four. I think I did that real quick. If I did that right, how many games did you read me? One, two, three, four, five, six. Count that bangle game if I did that right, two and four. I was just going real quick as you're reading them too, saying like one and no, one and one, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> all right, well, all right, we'll go through. Let's let's go through the schedule. We'll count their eight needs. Ready? At Miami, win. Home against the Cardinals, win. At the Chiefs, lose. Home against the Browns, win. All right, we're three and one. At the Steelers, lose. Home against the Bengals. Win. At Seahawks. Lose. Home against the Pats Sunday night. Lose. At the Bengals. Win. Home against the Texans. Lose. At the Rams. Lose. I need to clobber that game. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's prime time, too. Getting killed that night. <laughs> getting clobbered. Whatever the line is on that game, take the Rams. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, home against the Niners. Win. At the Bills. They're going to lose in Buffalo. Yeah, they never win in Buffalo. Could, <laughs> yeah, they just don't win in Buffalo. Uh, home against the Jets Thursday night. Win. At the Browns. Lose. Home against the Steelers. Lose. I don't know what my record was. I was Ooh, I had to be close. This. You said one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You said eight and eight. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's simple as that. Yeah. You could have told me I would have said seven and nine because I'm pretty sure I said they were losing to the Steelers twice. I'm like, all right, so then just give them a win against the Steelers. So I'll find a way to take one, and then they'll be eight and eight. But nope, now I'm keeping it as it is. Yeah, <laughs> that was eight and eight. Yeah, one, two. 
I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you said it. That's that's. I mean, they're not in it, so. That's, uh... Well, we did the Giants schedule last week, I think, right? Uh, I think so. Because me, you, and Adam were talking about it, and Adam said I was nuts when I said they can win seven games. I was like, well, the thing uh, is, they're going to have like five or six wins by October, uh, and then yeah. they might win two more games the rest of the season with their schedule. That, gets... Yeah, that schedule early on is actually like, pretty easy. Oh, yeah. Early on. It's going to help. It should help Eli, though. So they win the games they should, and then it's going to be like, okay, now we can like, be comfortable with Eli for the year, but then the second half's going to come, and it gets bad. It yeah, gets it, all bad. It's actually it's like <laughs> it's actually the week I get home from my honeymoon. It's literally is like it? that's that's when the schedule just that's when it gets it, all it's, bad. Yeah, it's Vikings, Patriots. That's when it's all down. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had this team going from five and three to seven and nine real quick, real quick. That's that's just false hope in a nutshell. Oh yeah. <laughs> But their win total is over six and a half. Yeah, I bet on. I think they had it for uh, over five and a half the other day. I took five it. Five and a half? Yeah. No fucking way. Oh, it's at six now, so we're right in the middle. Plus 120 I... for the over? That's got to push at least. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm taking that. Has Johnson more than six games, or is that? I mean, even for pushes. Get um, money back. What's the over under seven? Six? Six. Plus 120 value on the over. Get out, Paul. Let's go. All right. Where the hell is Bryce go, yo? <laughs> yeah, he did. And then Corey, did. Dick- Corey Dickerson just hit a go ahead two run homer. Oh, wow. Let's fucking go. Oh, wow. Against his ex team, baby. Back to the playoffs. <laughs> World Series down, baby. You should try being a Yankee fan. The Yankees clinch it. No, they haven't. So, what do they got? They got Mariners tonight. Nah. It's got to be soon. They'll clinch in a week or two. Yeah, they got Mariners, they got Oakland, and then they got Texas Rangers. There's this. Yeah, they need to get back to the East, too. I hate staying up till 10 o'clock trying to watch a fucking football game. These over-unders, like, with luck retiring, all change throughout the AFC. Just slightly. Know what I find strange, though? The Colts over-unders... The Colts over under went down. The rest of that division stayed the same, though. Interesting. Nothing budge. It's very interesting. White Texans are still eight and a half. I'm pretty sure the Titans might went up a half, but I think they were seven and a half. They were eight, and the Jags are eight. I think they were. I know you guys talked about Tannehill, I think, last week. You guys still think he's going to get that starting job? Tannehill needs to get that starting job. I don't think. Are you getting his jersey or what? Uh, (laughs) You going to buy me one? (laughs) I think you should get one. If he gets a starting job, I'll get one. (laughs) What color? 
Um, baby boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, though, like when it's all said and done, Mariota's going to be starting week one. But it's just there's no way he's the better option. I mean, we see. I think we've seen a ceiling for Mariota already, and it's not that high. Yeah, we have. I don't think it's going to get any better. Um, Ryan Tannehill, like, no, you put you put a team around him. I think Tannehill's very capable of this division now that's wide open. I think Tannehill's giving you the much better shot that Mariota will give you at winning it. Yeah, we've seen we've seen what they're going to do with Mariota. And, like, he's going to be their starter, but we'll, uh, we'll see. Well, you never root for injuries, but if Mariota, who's injury-prone, happens to get hurt again, then we'll get to see what Tano can do with that team. I'll say it. I don't have to root for a fucking injury. I'll just wait till week three and watch Mariota get hurt. <laughs> you just got to hope it's by week three so, like, Tannehill still has a shot to make something happen. I mean, I could see him slinging it to Corey Davis a lot. So, and he's got I, he's got the better arm, even you know after all the injuries and stuff. I I think Daniel's the better option. It's not going to happen. It's going to be Week One's Mariota, but I think he's a better option too. You know, it's fucked up though when you look at these numbers these two are putting up. Just like judge by the preseason numbers, should be saying the same thing about Daniel Jones with Eli, but I refuse to fold on Eli. <laughs> refuse. <laughs> yeah, he still just—he doesn't even. Colton Tate had a concussion, so he didn't even play the other day. So, how the fuck did he get concussed? He's suspended. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get hurt on your time off? <laughs> no, I know I've seen Golden Tate in some of the preseason games. Obviously, still allowed to play and practice until week one, but eh, it's better now to get concussed when you're suspended than to do it when you have a shot at playing, I guess. Yeah, it's <laughs> while you got some time off, why not uh, take some time to heal, too? Yeah. I actually need Golden Tate. I think you have a good year. I think he can be solid. Sterling Shepard's going to be – he's going to be – he's going to be the – he could be one of the best – to me, probably one of the best underrated wide receivers going into fantasy. Yeah, I do think the Giants – I mean, I think the Giants bought in Golden Tate to be their one over Shepard, though. What, I mean, the guy puts up like – I've never been big on Golden Tate, but when you look at his numbers, like it doesn't matter what team he's on, the guy puts up – 80 catches a year, it seems like. Big PPR guy. Yards and touchdown might not be there, but catches the ball. Does catch the rock. Yeah. We'll see, though. Shepard's going to have to do something the first four weeks, but I think <laughs> – I think I don't know. Shepard, like, Sterling by himself without Golden Tate still scares me. I think you get Golden Tate back in this lineup, that's when you'll actually start seeing more from Sterling Shepard. Yeah, and that'll be uh, right when the tough stretch of games starts to roll around. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they're going to need him. <laughs> yeah, that's when the season goes downhill. Hey, a lot of garbage time points. 
The season went downhill last year when Cam Newton got a fifth down and threw a touchdown against us. Joe, I remember oh, you were remember here that. for that oh, one. Uh, yeah, you were both here for that one. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe was losing his mind. I, I was heartbroken. <laughs> I still don't know what happened. Cam Newton got a fifth down, though. I don't care what you tell me. I was jumping for joy, and then the next we're both I know, are, yeah, yeah. We had that game was... on for thirty seconds, <laughs> and then all yeah, of a sudden, definitely. all of a sudden, it was fifth and one for the Panthers, and they scored. I don't know <laughs> what what Papa G have in that game. The Giants plus like like forty, yeah, probably like maybe <laughs> thirty nine and a half over uh, under like eleven. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, I like. We'll still find a way to lose one of those in the 14 tees or I'll lose this fucking bet. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Phillies just blew it. What they do? Josh Bell, game tag, home run. Josh Bell. Could be worse. Could be a go-ahead. Oh, my God. I like Josh Bell. Yeah, he's a beast. But... Oh man, that giant game murdered me. I need week <laughs> one. Joe, are you coming week one? Hell yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> We're actually only what? Let's say Monday? Ten days away from the actual start of the season? It's close. I need to talk with Adam though, because I need to find out what which bar has the uh in Italy has the NFL games. What do you mean Italy? Yeah, uh, so I'll be missing. We'll probably be on the overnight flight, so for week okay. three. So at least I catch the Tampa game, but the yeah, week four, I'll be there. So gotta find somewhere to watch it. Week that four. might be a win against Redskins. I was say what we got. <laughs> we got what Dallas, Buffalo, Tampa, Washington, Miami, then fucked or something like that. I'm pretty sure it's Dallas, Buffalo, Tampa, Tampa Washington. Tampa, Tampa yeah. Washington. That could be three and one. And then we're fucked. Because I think maybe it's <laughs> Minnesota, not Miami. Yeah, week the week I get back is week five, and that's yeah, Minnesota and then Patriots and there goes the season. See the thing is the Giants can beat Minnesota. They won't though. They, they won't. won't. Though. Because Minnesota is prime Kirk Cousins going like 28 for 36, 320 yards, three touchdowns against a team like the Giants. Week seven, though, they got the Cardinals, and I got tickets to that game. So at least I can see a possible win. We better beat Kyler. <laughs> Chaz, your thoughts on Kirk Cousins' fantasy value this year? Because he's dropping in rankings, I feel like. And to be honest, I, as a Kirk Cousins hater, I think it's strange. Because I I see no reason why he shouldn't be dropping. No, he shouldn't. Hey, let him drop. That's, if he drops to the right point, I might have to fucking Gank, surprise everyone. You cannot <laughs> have him on your team. That's what? like me having Eli Manning on my team. <laughs> <laughs> if it's at the right spot. No. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's a veto pick, bud. <laughs> <laughs> veto. 
I mean, one quarterback league like the league you're running and everything on my other leagues, he will not be on my team. He won't even be on my bench. But you know, our our league's two quarterbacks. You will you will get so much shit if you pick off his name that piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I hope you do it. So we, that'll be a, that'll be great. I mean, I think somebody will pick him before I would. You know, Jake, to... Jake and Jack love him. I know Jack. Gay yes. Gay love yeah. him. Jack will pick him in like the fucking fifth or sixth round. Yeah. But I'm like, what I'm saying is, we're like round 10 or 11, and I still need QB3, and Kirk Cousins is there. I'll probably take my shot at Kirk oh, Cousins. No. He'll, he'll, he'll but he's not going to be there. Him. Yeah, he's not going to be there. I don't know. I need to refigure out QB1 for me. Yeah, refigure out QB1, RB1, wide receiver one. <laughs> I don't – I know RB2, though. Yeah, you do. We got RB2. I kind of have a feeling at who I'm getting at RB1, though. He's been a taint licker the past two years. Because <laughs> he signs. Yeah, I think he will. Yeah, a couple days. I got a week, Paul. What's today, Monday? Today's Monday. Monday draft, Monday? Next Monday. Oh. All right, you're in the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul. You might have signed while we've been doing this podcast for all we know. <laughs> That'd be something. That would be lovely. What time's our draft Saturday? 8? Eight? 8.30. Joe's like he's got a sign before eight thirty on Saturday right now. He has till seven fifty nine. I'm gonna re- refresh the ESPN page if I don't see him sign. <laughs> <laughs> the Number draft two pick is either Camaro or McCaffrey. Wait, is it draft eight or eight thirty? I think it's eight. No, oh, is it? Oh Jesus, Chad! What kind of fucking commission we have going on? I have a draft at one. Wait, no, I have one at eight thirty and one at eight. On different days. So now I'm confusing myself. Let me check. And that, now I'm starting to think it's a date. That's what I thought I saw it, but I haven't looked. Yeah, it's a date. All right. So Zeke is signed. That means Saquon and Zeke will be off the board. Chaz, got to wonder what you're thinking at five. I couldn't even tell you what I'm thinking of five. Because know. even if Zeke signed, then you know, like, McCaffrey and Kamara are probably gone. Yeah. Yeah, I really – I don't know. I haven't done any mock drafts or anything. I got a draft Wednesday. And then once – when that one's done, I'll uh, I'll start I'll start doing some mocks for us. And you got DJ, you got Le'Veon. Yeah, we got options. Receivers, yeah, you got. Oh, well, you got, got options. You got options, but that's like, like I said, Zeke signed, and I have a top four pick. You know, you obviously take one of those four running backs. So once I get to that fifth pick, where I start, do I want David Johnson? Do I want Le'Veon? Or do I get myself a Devontae Adams or Michael Thomas or one of these receivers? Gets tough at five, but or Daniel Jones. I mean, <laughs> hey, Giants overpicked on him. You can too. 
Yeah, I don't want to tell you how to win your league, but if you got to, if you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. Hey, yeah, get your guy. There you go. <laughs> I got to make one more preseason pick still. Perfect 4-0. Yeah. Joe, perfect 4-0 in the preseason right now. I know. I've been following. <laughs> I, I took the, the giant bet last week. See? So. I'm just winning your cash. That's all I do. That's all I do. Oh, man. It's week four. This is a tough one. Yeah, this is very tough. nobody's playing. No. Not a single soul. If you want to keep running the uh, Giants, uh, Daniel Jones is starting. Just saying. Yeah, it's Daniel Jones for Jared Stidham this week, Chad. Oh, wow. I'm talking about a game. To be honest, I was actually thinking New England minus one and a half. But I'm not going to touch that one. Ravens going for 17 straight. Sarah Spray. Every game's Thursday. I forgot. That's how they do it now. Yeah. Ravens minus five and a half. They're like the <laughs> biggest favorite. Because <laughs> they won 16 straight. <laughs> That's stupid. That is stupid. Is that going to be like Trace McSorley versus fucking Dwayne Haskins, though? Uh, Trace will probably play. I, I don't know how much. He played three quarters on Thursday, so I doubt. He might play a quarter. Then you'll get Joe Callahan. All right, for the, you ready for it? Yeah, Daniel, Daniel Jones versus Jared Stidham. Over 35 Giants Patriots. Wow. I like it. What the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Put up points. It's going to be like 3 nothing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I can't lose this preseason, so. True. 5-0 still sounds better than 4-1, though. Yeah, yeah. Just getting warmed up for the regular season. That's it. There's got to be a line out for fucking next Thursday, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. Three and a half bears at home. Hmm. We'll give an official pick on it next week, but where are you leaning right now with that? I don't know. It's going to be hard to pick against the bears. It is. I don't know, but it's Rodgers. I think Rodgers and that little half-point hook right there at the three-and-a-half. He – Bears struggle against the pack, I feel like. And If he's playing, I feel like I have to go with Packers. I – right now, this is subject to change. If this line could go to plus three, and I'll already be second-guessing it. But at three-and-a-half, honestly, I'll go Packers right now. We'll see what Gonzo has to say. Oh, yeah, that's Gonzo's game. Yeah. Big comeback for Gonzo. Huge. Off a strong year one. Yeah, he did have a strong year one. Started hot. Got he, cold. Started, he started like 4 0. Yeah. Got cold and then just finished strong just to make yeah. sure he was up for the season. Yeah. Streaky. Do you know they have lines for every single Giants, Jets, and Eagles game on FanDuel? 
Buffalo. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, the Giants are 10-point underdogs in Foxborough Thursday night. Interesting. Eli, one last hoorah. That's, that's a lot of points for that game. I've seen that game a few times. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I think I'm out of stuff to talk about, though. We've kind of been going at it for a while, and I didn't even notice it, but minus the yeah. first seven minutes I was BS, that was getting cut. We're 85 minutes in. Yeah, it's, it's a long episode. Love to see it. Good stuff. Right. Yeah, it's, it's about average. <laughs> I mean, what? Probably 75 actual minutes. We were going at it. My brother was telling me the other day, now he's going to listen to this and hear this and laugh, but, like, you saying that our episodes are always perfect length for his, like, commute to work. Really? Like, he literally leaves, and by the time he's pulling up to his job, he's like, there's always, like, only, like, four, maybe five more minutes left on it. <laughs> Let's go. We just <laughs> nail it. I told him, too. I was like, the thing is, we don't even set a time. We just start the show, start talking, and we see what happens. Yeah. It's good stuff. It goes, but it falls between like an hour, 10 minutes and hour, 20, hour and a half every time, I think. Yeah. All right. Next week's a well, huge one, though. Big next, week next week. Next week, we actually gamble and get into the regular season. Joe, before I let you go, though, give me a Super Bowl prediction. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say. Bears in the NFC. Like it. Ooh. AFC. It, it kills me to say it, but yeah, until someone proves me wrong. Yes. Pa- Patriots. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That's actually a good ball right there. Yeah. I don't hate that, though. It's a ball people watch. I will. Um, I think I have to give my official one on the show next week because, to be honest, I don't really have one. Oh, yeah, I, I think we might have a similar AOC team as Joe, but that's subject to change. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I'll, yeah, we'll give ours next week. Before. Right before right. the season. That's it. Get those locks ready, too. Yeah. All Try right, to... well, seasons. Episode 7 in the books. Joe, thanks for coming on. Joe, thanks, guys, for having thank me. Thank you. We, uh... We'll get you back on too at some point during the season, and then we'll get you in on some lock picks and you gamble with us. But <laughs> sounds good. That's that's it. All right, boys are out. <laughs>